one. What's up, uh, all you podcast people, all you prime time thoughts fans, all you, all you podcast people in the podcast world. Uh, welcome back to our uh, podcast. Like I said, prime time thoughts. The reason why I'm saying it so many times is because I want y'all to get used to the new name, prime time. It's prime time, baby. This we going up. We're going up uh, in the world. Um, so, to, for our topics today, we're going. I'm gonna go through a quick little run through. Uh, so we're gonna talk some UFC, uh, the the latest pay per view. We're also gonna talk about some college football. Give you a college football preview. Uh, who we see as who we see as uh, contenders for the college football play, uh, playoffs. And then we're gonna end it off with uh, our uh, our fantasy bowl, uh, fantasy mania one draft, and then Troy's gonna get uh, his draft uh, grades, and then uh, we'll probably get into some free talk. So, uh, Troy, let's start us off with some UFC. All right, so UFC two forty one was the highest uh, car, most expensive gate. Uh, in UFC history, I believe, seventeen thousand three hundred and four in attendance. Gate was three point two million dollars. And to start off the main card, we had a middleweight bout. Derek Brunson defeated Ian Heinish by unanimous decision. Overall, it was a pretty good fight. I, th- I thought Heinish definitely had the first round, and it looked like he was going to win the fight. And all of a sudden, the second round came out and. His gas tank and his uh, technique went completely out the window. He just looked like crap the rest of the fight. He got dominated in the second and third round, and Derek Brunson took home the unanimous decision. And with the second fight on the main card, we had a featherweight bout. Sadiq Youssef out of Nigeria, new guy in the UFC, defeated Gabriel Benitez by TKO in the first round. This fight was, for the four minutes it lasted, was complete fireworks. I mean, both guys were throwing bombs. And at the end of the day, Sadiq Yusuf found Benitez's chin. And that was all she wrote. All right, here's where we get into the, uh, the, the nitty-gritty of the card. We had a potential middleweight title eliminator fight between Paulo Costa and Yoel Romero. And Costa took the unanimous decision, two rounds to one. Me personally, I actually think Yoel Romero edged him out ever so slightly. But overall, it was a very, very, very good fight. Fight of the night, and Costa will definitely probably be getting the winner of Adesanya and Whitaker, which I think we get that in, is that November? October, November-ish, something like that. All right. The People's Main Event. A.K.A. the co-main. We had Nate Diaz, the people's champ, taking on Anthony Pettis. And he dominated in a three-round decision victory. Overall, Nate Diaz clearly looked like the superior fighter. Uh, He had the better cardio, the better boxing, the better ground game. Pettis' game plan was to come out and throw some leg kicks. Try to, you know, beat Diaz up on underneath and try to, you know, close the gap and land some shots but at the end of the day he, he did none of that and he almost got knocked out about four times overall very very dominant fight for Nate Diaz and he called out Jorge Masvidal which should set up a welterweight title eliminator I'm thinking we might get that fight in December can't wait for that one and with our main event our hometown boy Daniel Cormier lost by TKO to Stipe Miocic in their rematch, so Miocic is the new heavyweight champion again. That fight was pretty good. Cormier, in my opinion, definitely had the first two rounds. The third round was pretty close. I could see you giving it to either one, but he came out in the fourth round. He looked sloppy and tired, and at the end of the day, Miocic found his chin, and he put him away with some brutal punches. So I would say Stipe Miocic is definitely the best heavyweight we've ever seen in the UFC. But shout out to Daniel Cormier. If that was his last fight, he had a fantastic career. 
It literally took the best fighter of all time and the best heavyweight fighter of all time to put some losses on his resume. Overall, I would say this is probably the best card we've seen all year. At least the last three fights of the main card were spectacular as far as name value and actual fight playing out. Everything was nonstop action. The prelim card was also solid. Overall, this was a a big event for the UFC. And I'm definitely looking forward to UFC 242. That's in September 7th, which is in about, I don't know, three weeks. Not even three weeks. Like, yeah, about three weeks. So definitely we'll have a... uh, a preview for that fight on the podcast, no doubt about it. That card's also stacked. And that wraps it up for UFC talk. Unless y'all want to uh, I, I, I got a couple, uh, question. Uh, so, why do you think it's Daniel Cormier's uh, last fight? Did he say this is going to be his last right, fight? So, in about... I don't know what, what month it was, but he last fought... What was it? Uh... The Black Beast, Derek Lewis, right? He fought him, I think, I don't remember, it was like November, October-ish. He fought him in Houston. He defended the belt. Mm -hmm. And he came out and said he wanted to retire on his 40th birthday, which was in March. But he ended up getting injured, so he wasn't able to defend the title a second time. And he was also supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar wasn't getting enough pay from the UFC because the UFC switched their pay-per-view from regular pay-per-view on cable to the ESPN Plus stuff. And it's taken a little bit longer to build the audience up there because now you have to have the app digitally. You got to have better internet and all that stuff. So Brock Lesnar ended up just retiring. So he took the fight against Miocic and he lost. He said if he won, he definitely would have fought again. Most likely if the John Jones fight was available. But now that he lost, I feel like that ship has sailed. And the only fight that I could see him taking at this point would be a trilogy fight with Miocic again. Since they're both one and one. Cormier knocked him out in the first round the first time they fought. Miocic knocked him out in the fourth round the second time. So to me, that the trilogy fight's the only option for him to take another fight. And honestly, I think he's going to take it. And I... I'm willing to bet. Don't count on like don't 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 mark it down. Damn. You still here, Jerry? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh fuck. I was gonna ask him, do you, does he think uh Brock Lesnar ever will ever step back in the UFC and fight Cormier because They've been talking a whole lot of shit on social media from what I've seen. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I guess until Troy comes back, we'll uh, we'll just dive right into uh, some college football. So, uh, what did we talked about college football before, right? Um, on the podcast, I don't think. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Don't, Oh, yeah. No, we talked about uh, position-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, pos- the position view and shit like that. Uh, so, so now we're going to dive right into uh, some college football. Um, who do you see winning the Pac-12? The Pac-12. Ooh. Oregon. I feel like it's probably going to be Oregon and USC in the title. Uh, don't quote me on that. Oregon is a dark horse to make the Final Four, but, I mean, I can't stress dark horse enough. Um, <laughs> only top – my top four teams, I don't even have a top four. I have a top three. I had a fourth team, but the fucking quarterback that I thought that was going to play got benched. So now I have no idea who's going to take that fourth spot, but I think you got Clemson at one, Ohio State at two, only because they got a pretty easy schedule this year. Um, and they got a new coach. That's not even a biased thing. I'm, I'm, they do have a pretty garbage schedule this year. I'd be 
it'd be really disappointing to see Ohio State lose more than one game, and if they lost, can't be no more than two. So, I think they'll grab the two spot. Alabama grabs three, maybe a loss to uh, who knows A and M or something, some some SEC team. They they never go undefeated. They always lose to somebody. And then wait, didn't they go undefeated last season though? But lost in the championship. There you go. They never go undefeated. Undefeated. So uh, uh, they lost. Oh, uh, uh, okay. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I think they no, did go I, undefeated. Yeah, yeah. They they go undefeated. It's just like they always lose that championship game. Damn, son. Yeah. Every time I'm in the middle of an important state. Answer yeah, the question. Going in. <laughs> you would literally go. Uh, you want to finish your statement? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, before I got so rudely interrupted, Anchor, <laughs> I believe if I had a guess, if DC and Miocic go for a third time, it'll probably either be the New Year's card sometime in January or it'll be the Super Bowl card. In the beginning of February, so I think that's the two dates. Because they always like to hold two big cards at the beginning of the year, around New Year's Eve and around Super Bowl time. They always usually do a card the day before the Super Bowl. So there you go. Now that should wrap it up. Anchor. (laughs) All right. We're just talking about Uh, uh, college football top four. We didn't really miss none. All I, I said was, oh, wait, wait, what you said that? Predictions or what? Uh, yeah, predictions. I I did ask him. Uh, who do you, who do you see winning the Pac-12? Pac-12. Yeah, and then I went off track and just, I, I told him Oregon because that's the only reason I said Oregon because Oregon is like I finished the year. Well, I feel like I could either finish fifth or sixth this year, depending on who the hell finishes fourth. My top six. Eight, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, uh, Oregon, uh, LSU, and then somebody random at six. But then Miami. Oh, Miami could have probably got the fifth spot too, but Tate Martell got benched, so I don't know where Miami's going to finish at. Because I thought he was about to come and like, turn the place upside down. But Apparently he's he off. Yeah. So. I mean, his his best option is to switch the slot receiver and be like an Edelman kind of guy, but um, that's not up to me. And uh, yeah, so I don't really know who I could put in that fourth spot. And only I told Zach the only reason I put Ohio State in the second spot, not to be biased, but their schedule was absolutely shit this year. I don't see them. I mean, unless they just choke on an egg, dog. I don't really see them losing to any team. Maybe Wisconsin, but yeah, you, know. you don't think they uh, Michigan got it? Son, uh, is Michigan is not the problem. It's Harbaugh, son. He cannot coach against us. He cannot <laughs> coach against Urban Meyer, I should say. Urban Meyer's been in that dude's head for years, so he he just can't out coach him. They got the players, they got the home field advantage sometimes, but he just can't. Oh, is it Michigan? Coach. I think this year might be. I'm not sure. That should rotate every year. I, I just watched from here. If I had to I say top uh, four, I'd probably go Clemson, Bama, Ohio. I feel like LSU could sneak in that four or five spot. They just they just gotta beat everybody but Alabama. Georgia, LSU, uh, Florida should be a lot better. A and M could be a good sleeper. Yeah, if these Pac-12 teams goes 12 and or 13 and 0 or 12 and 1. I could see them like Washington, Oregon. I could see Washington, Washington or Oregon. Yeah, you. I told uh, that Pac-12 championship probably be USC and Oregon. Big Ten's SB. probably going to be Ohio State and Wisconsin rematch. Um, SEC probably have a. Oh man, I want to. I want to say Georgia and Alabama, but I got high hopes for LSU this year. I don't know why. Am I the only one who thinks that Oklahoma's going to fucking go in the tank? Choking on an egg? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he Like, if you can't make it at Alabama as a quarterback in a school that usually they win with mediocre quarterback play, how are you going to go to an offense that's, like, reliant on the quarterback? 
You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. My Heisman dark horse. I don't know who's going to... I feel like Trevor Lawrence is probably leading the Heisman votes right now, but I think my Heisman dark horse is uh, Chase Young. I feel like it's going to be a defensive player this year who might finish top three. A defensive player? When the last time we had a deep defensive person just even go to New York, so... I think that might be an interesting The last time... Damn, the last time a defensive player went to New York, uh, not one, it, it might have been. No, that went uh, the Michigan guy. Uh, oh, you're right, Jabril Peppers, and then he, yeah, yeah, Peppers. Well, he also played receiver, so I don't know if you actually yeah, want to count. He played. He played. He played a running no, back. He played wildcat quarterback. Wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, hey, linebacker. Hey. Hey, but, you gotta look, but you got to look at it. The guys that won the Heisman as a defensive player, though, they they also played everything on the field. Or if you're, you're considered, you also played every day on the field. Like, uh, all right, all right. The last Charles, Charles defensive player to, to finish in the top three was Iron Man. No, man, yeah, Tayo. Tayo was in yeah. the top I think three? Tayo yeah. went to New York. I remember yeah, he was in the top five before he even cut it down to three. Oh, this dude just sat in a damn hook zone in the middle of the field and waited for people to throw it to him. That's true. That man had like 170 tackles just sitting in one spot. Son, but he had all those picks, all those touchdowns, shit like that. I mean, yeah, but when you say the position middle linebacker, like he is literally a middle, middle linebacker. This dude linebacker. Goes, he don't go even fancy. Those North South as a linebacker. Right. No speed, no agility. He just know how to hit. Hey, hey. You can hey. tell he wasn't a real good cover guy. That was fall or a farce because he gets to the NFL and all he can do is stop the run and he can't play special teams. Cannot cover hey. at all. I completely play- agree with y'all. Be because I've seen I've been watching Tail myself. I agree with y'all, but hey. The man he played got, more of a high got there style, to man. New York. Yeah. All right. The last That's worthy, it. the last two worthy deserving defensive Heisman finalists were Glenn Dorsey and Tyron Matthew. That's final, son. I'm, man, you, you people, I don't, don't want to hear no Manti Teo or none of this <laughs> other. Jabril Peppers, what you doing in the NFL? You just got traded for a loaf of bread. You just got <laughs> – he really well, actually, did. no. He technically got <laughs> traded for Odell Beckham, but yeah. That's uh, I think Cleveland won that trade. Yeah, Cleveland. Oh, pre- <laughs> that yeah, pretty much the New York the equi- the uh, the a good comparison to the New York Giants in that trade is that episode of SpongeBob when he's got the sock on and he's at the bank and he's like, <laughs> put it in. He's face. He's got their back to him. <laughs> That's the Giants. Beat yeah. <laughs> sick. <laughs> You're facing the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, same. <All> right. <laughs> okay, but, so yeah, so, my Heisman Trophy so, winner is gonna be Trevor Lawrence. I don't really understand this fucking Peyton Academy yet, so I can't really. I don't know to tell you. I don't really understand that shit yet. I don't really understand the concept of it. Like, you go to it, leave college, and get drafted from it. I don't really know how that shit works, but basically, they're telling Trevor. Can be guaranteed another one pick without getting injured. So, Trevor Lawrence looks like a seventeen-year-old. I don't even know, son, but Brady. that dude can play. <laughs> that he needs a haircut. He needs a haircut. Would y'all, uh, would y'all draft him for the sink? Yes. Hell yeah! Only problem is we have nothing to give up. So we'll be giving up first rounds for the next couple of years. But, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if we can resign we can everybody, then I'm I'd trade a whole draft class and then an extra to get whatever quarterback they felt was necessary. Yeah, because he's gonna if be. You t- if you put him on the Saints with Peyton, you'll have your Drew Brees back. That's it. You mean I, I don't know about Drew Brees, you. but if he could be like eighty percent of Drew Brees, then yeah, he'll be like a Rogers kind of guy. He can move a little bit he, too because he might... he's younger, so that'll help. 
Unless y'all want to go with the left-handed Marcus Mariota. I'm fine with that. All I know is we need to... I don't know. I, I don't know, man. We really, we're really... Yeah, two attack of Viola is going to be a Miami Dolphin. That's probably the same or, bet in America right now. Or a Raider. Yeah, Derek Carr. You, think, you don't think Raiders? He's awful, but the Miami's not going to win a game this year, so they're going to have first option. <laughs> they got the the Bucks. What about the Bucks? No, the Bucks are going to be good this year. You think Winston not... stays? No. I think I think they'll be eight win team. I don't know if Jameis Winston's the future, but I think they can win eight games with Arians in that defense. Mario to go to Tampa. Oh boy. Interesting. They drafted Jameis Winston over Mario. Over Mar- <laughs> That's bad. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be. Not only is that bad, that'd be interesting if they ended up with Mario. Wait, Winston Winston went first? Who went first? Mary or yeah, or look, went Winston. first, Mariota went second. Damn, Jameis Winston was really a number one overall pick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is that a bust? We all, I wouldn't call him a yet? bust, but he ain't a damn he ain't an all pro perennial caliber talent. That's for damn Hey. But another thing is he, he gets hurt a lot. He's just soft, man. That's the whole problem with yeah, Winston. He, he out of shape, dude. Well, he used to be fat as hell. That's all them damn crap. Yeah, no, he done steal, stole, man. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, not having a good time. He, he just looks like he eats donuts and shit, too, like every morning. I don't know. Then, man, y'all home. saw where he... I, I, I think y'all seen this, but y'all seen where he was like, we gonna eat this W uh, and uh, all that he, shit, and then they got blow, blown the fuck out. Yeah, that was against us. <laughs> blown the fuck out. That was that game we won... Uh, 30-something to 14. when Kamara ran that bitch back, or no? No, no, no. That was the game that we lost to him. That was with Fitzpatrick, and at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We lost no, no, that was second. at the beginning of the year. No, the about the w. no, no, not either. Either W was at the end of the year, but the game that we lost was against Fitzpatrick at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Year before that, that we season, lost to him in the last game of the year. We lost to him twice in a row. <laughs> Damn. That was the game Alvin Kamara had oh. ran the kickoff back to start the game, and then they blew us out pretty much. Actually, no, they didn't blow us out. It was yeah. pretty much close the whole game. We had them fourth and ten in their own, like, their own fucking six. They completed, like, a 15-yard pass to Mike Evans. They go down the field and score because Chris Godwin lost fucking Crawley. And that was a wrap. That, yep. That was it. Speaking of Ken Crawford, he's had a, rede- uh, a redeeming uh, offseason so far. He's been great in camp. He's played pretty solid in the preseason, minus a, a one questionable pass interference call. Questionable. Well, look, as far as college football goes, uh, top four, I said Clemson, Ohio State, Bama, number three, not a clue. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna just say a pack. Whoever wins the pack, so they could go. So Jared saying Washington's gonna get in there and get blown out by Clemson. Pretty much, yeah. Or Washington uh, versus Ohio State rematch. No, they're not gonna put put a, a Clemson Alabama part four. Son, son, you really want Alabama first round? Son. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And then the last time I mean, y'all played Clemson, and they beat y'all thirty to nothing, or was it the other way around? They skunked us. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, that was with JT Barrett. Yeah, they mobbed the fucking. Oh, family. JT Barrett. <laughs> Making a hit. Oh, I'm like ninety percent sure it was him that got knocked out earlier in the preseason game. Probably with the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, the Seahawks. I don't know who it was because I wasn't paying full attention, but with their like four string quarterback slid and took a direct headshot. <laughs> oh. Uh. I think I. Yeah, I already said it in the uh, the other episode. I had some guests on, but I have. Uh, I hope I stick to the same list: uh, Clemson, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, uh, LSU, and I have LSU beating. Uh, I have LSU beating Bama 
at at uh Bama, and then I got a bet. I got a bet. Uh, I think for forty or fifty dollars, when my friend that's a uh, and he's on the podcast too, and we talked about this bet. But I think it's for like forty or fifty bucks. Uh, so yeah, y'all, y'all, if you if you're watching that uh that that uh LSU versus uh Alabama game, and I'm at basic training. Uh, I'll pray for you. I hope y'all. Yeah, y'all root for me, bro. Y'all, y'all definitely root for me. Uh, I never bet against want... Alabama. Please. No, I'm I'm straight betting against Alabama this season, this season, bro. Because I'm like, damn, I, I actually I actually like how LSU coming together. You should at least ask oh, the good piece points, son. son I, oh, what? You should have asked the last year was LSU's best. No, LSU had their best chance to beat them last year at home. That was it. Yeah. That was it with Joe Burrow. Number three overall it's, team in the country. We win the game. We, I don't know if we, we probably guaranteed. Won. We lost, guaranteed. Lost A and M. Well, yeah, outside of no, the A and M thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but even if we're outside the A and M thing, what, what, we're like two losses, even with that A and M, or yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, two losses. We're still making the playoffs, but we're gonna All be I'm like saying a, is we're LSU, gonna be a fourth seed. Unless you lose to Alabama, that shit don't even matter no more. That shit the, the committee just looks at that like a like a nothing. Y'all basically still undefeated. If y'all win every game except Alabama and keep it within ten, y'all basically LSU basically went undefeated. Oh, they, one thing I gotta put say about LSU this season. Is uh, we're gonna lose two games just because that's the LSU way. I could be wrong, but I feel like somebody other than Alabama is gonna beat us. But if anybody out there is listening to this podcast, if you a Texas fan, I'm coming at your neck. So, huh? We saying longhorns, or we saying yeah, aggies? yeah, long longhorns, long short horns, longhorns. Yeah. Oh, you know uh, what? That's another thing we should have been. Who who's gonna be game of the year? That's gonna be top five right there. So, LSU and Texas. That's game. week two. Both teams gonna be in the top ten, maybe even in like the top seven. I just mean like on paper, game of I the year. I think that game's in Jerry's world, five. right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's neutral side. Uh, but look, after after this season, the next season, it's gonna be in. Uh, in the Tiger State. Uh oh. So, Wait, so Texas come to uh, Tiger Stadium? Yes. Oh, you um, know I'm going. I'm fucking going. Damn, so we get, them, going, we get to beat them two years in a row. That's that's beautiful. Yep. I don't know because we got the quarterback for next year. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Miles, uh, the oh, young brilliant. kid. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be bad. Yeah, nah, he's, I could be wrong. He's I don't know. Okay, let's see. Hold on. Since you brought that up, Troy, I want to look at this real quick. Don't LSU got a one-on-one off with USC in like five years? US, USC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's years to come. That's like twenty twenty-three, twenty-four. I think. I could have swore it was USC. Oh, non-conference game: South Carolina versus North Carolina. I might watch that. All right, let's see. Let's see. These games are garbage. I, I, I really can't even say who's a, who's going to be my Heisman Trophy winner because from apart from the quarterbacks that we mentioned, like the Alabama quarterback, maybe Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma, maybe uh Clemson quarterback. I really don't know. I want to give it to a running back, but fuck, I don't know who's a good running back out there. Oh, the, the dude from Penn State. I don't know his name. That dude, fine. But what the fuck, Penn State going to do? They might be Penn good. State produce running backs. That's all I know. Well, look, top four games of this coming season: Oregon versus Auburn. That one going to be fire. Oh, that is that week one. That's week one. Oh no, week two. The, oh, thirty first. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, week thirty first is week. Is week oh uh, well it's technically week two but it's really week one week one yeah yeah because like the preseason shit next week Notre Dame at Georgia and then LSU versus Texas I guess Texas got the home field so they play Texas on the seventh can we talk that's wait be, that's wait, gonna hold be on. Five, so. can we talk about how L- 
LSU, Georgia, fucking Auburn. I think Florida has a, another like good like power five team. But Alabama don't have shit. Alabama don't have shit. That Alabama has a weak schedule. And then I saw some I even sent that shit to Troy. Like Nick Saban says we need to play like a power five team. Like and we both said that's bullshit. The toughest team Alabama's ever played in like opening like non conference period was like Michigan when they had Denard Robinson as their quarterback. Oh, that's true. Probably. That's true. And I think they beat they beat Michigan like twenty nine to seven or some shit. They beat the shit out of them. Man. That game was over by the end of the first quarter. Auburn at Oregon, son. That's what. Wait, Jared Stidham? He he got drafted. Yeah. Well, I think that's still be a good game. Alabama probably opens up their season against like West New Jersey State or something. <laughs> Some Hawaii shit. State, West Newberry, Massachusetts. Grace <laughs> <laughs> King, nigga. <laughs> Who they play? Oh, actually, they got a solid oh. game. I mean, it ain't that solid, but it's Duke. I mean, at least it's a Power Five team. Duke, Duke. Duke. Yeah, and this ain't Duke, Duke basketball. This is Duke football. I get it. Duke football, I, I, Duke football has not been relevant for fucking years. I can't even remember the last time Duke football has been relevant Son. for years. They were good the other a couple years. They were like two years or yeah, like two years ago. They were like in the top fifteen. Oh, Ohio State at Nebraska. Be, eh. Matchup predictor gives Duke a three point seven percent chance to win the game. And I'll take a shot for every point Duke made. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's probably gonna be 17 nothing at halftime. The game's gonna be over. It'll be 17 nothing in the first quarter. Maybe even that soon. The the toughest, the the toughest fucking games that they have, which they always have, is is gonna be the Iron Bowl (laughs) and and LSU. The Iron Bowl and LSU. That's it. That's that's like the only people that's gonna get past. Or has scoring opportunity. I'd say A and M is probably gonna be decent enough. A and M and Tennessee. So basically, all I'm naming is SEC teams. Like no, none of their non-conference games fucking matter. And that shit's so stupid to me. Would you play a power a top-notch Power Five team if you didn't have to? I mean, yes. More money. I mean, it's resume, but yeah. It, the thing about it, Alabama, it, they don't they they put like a garbage non-conference schedule because they are playing almost the best SEC team. That's so they don't so. get beat up too much, and then they get to play uh, their SEC games at yeah. peak performance. Niggas not about to play. Niggas not about to go play like fucking Oregon, then go play LSU the next week. They'll have they'll fucking, against Duke. Yeah, their backup quarterback will be in by the second quarter. Right. <laughs> No, but it, this is the thing, though. People always complain. You you have the committee complaining about how uh, Alabama has a weak schedule. So we can't really give them that much points. And we can't give you that much, like, uh, that much high up in the rankings because you guys always have a weak, uh, have a weak schedule. That's the problem. So Their schedule's always spot, weak. Man. They just don't lose, so you can't lose them. You can't do nothing about it. They're undefeated. They're guaranteed to play on spot. Like... Their schedule's easier, or not easier than, but it's not too, too much harder than uh, UCF's, but nobody's going to give UCF the nod with a non-conference, I mean, with a conference like that. That's why Alabama gets in, even though, like, they might have a year where the only ranked SEC team they play might be LSU, but, uh, you know. They need to just expand it to eight. Call it a fucking day. I don't understand why. I, I think six is my favorite, personally. Give the top two teams a bye week. But what you got to do, every conference has to has to have a title game. If your conference don't have a title game, your ass don't belong in the playoffs. Then, uh, the, then the Big 12. Yeah, the Big 12 oh, just Big added 12, a, that's what it is. They added yeah, the Big 12. They just... Yeah, they added a title game last they, year. They just added a title game. They got their first title yeah. game last year. They're getting that extra. That was t- bullshit, so I can tell you that much. 
Yeah. That was the Texas and Oklahoma rematch. And then uh, I think oh, Oklahoma you, beat the I, shit out of them. No, no, no. Texas beat them. No, they beat them like the... No, the no, no, no. Texas... No, you right. Texas won the... Texas. Texas won the red red rivalry. Yeah, they won in the regular season. They won in the regular season on the game winning field goal, but then they got blown out in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. And then they blew Georgia out somehow. But everybody be like, oh my God, look how weak the SEC is. Let me tell you this. The SEC does not care about regular bowl games. If it ain't the playoffs, they're not coming full speed and most of the sec teams are full with nfl talent that's about to go to the draft so half their roster ain't playing so just because you're being an sec team in a bowl game don't mean you're hot shit you ain't doing it in the regular season <laughs> and wait hold on here's another thing people want to be like oh well the sec has a bad bowl bowl, bowl uh, record after after like all the bowl games are played it's like it's exactly how you're saying people are sitting out of bowl games uh, the bowl game don't matter. I'm about to go to the NFL, so why do I personally care? To the people that's draft eligible, and then uh, all these coaches, they're about to go too because they're out again looked at the NFL or they're getting looked at a head coaching job somewhere else. So it's like come come bowl time, like people don't care. So, so let me ask you this: How many more years does Nick Saban have? Wow, he wait, wait, wait. Court? Say that again. Black. I'm, how many more years does Saban have? About five. Yeah. Maybe like three to five. And it all depends. Like if he's perfectly healthy and he wants to continue to coach. Isn't this nigga then, like in his late 60s? Yeah. Joe Paterno coached until he was like 82. But I know that man. Or 72 or some shit. Like, like Urban Meyer was having heart problems in the middle of fucking games. So. <laughs> Nick Saban is 67. His record at Alabama is a whopping 141 wins and 21 losses. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Son, like, they got, like, Rutgers equivalent to losses in two years. And, like, how many years is that? Like, he's been there since, like, 07. So, what, he's coming up on year 12. So in twelve years, he's lost as many games as Rutgers has in like the last two seasons. That's fucking that's wild, but it'd be like that because well, how many championships he got? Like eight. By him, saying by himself. Yeah, by. I know he won five with Bama and one with LSU, so that's six. Six. Uh, Wait, that's tough. But if you count, if you count the, uh, the, I know we normally don't count the uh, conference championships. He has enough to like fit his whole damn fist, his whole all ten fingers. Well, what Kansas doing this year? What's Kansas record going to be with less miles? What y'all think? Six and six. (laughs) I mean, yeah, less miles is cool and all, but. I mean, let's be honest. Ain't got no talent. It's fucking Kansas. It's Kansas. <laughs> it's Kansas, bro. He, 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 no he, Les yeah. Miles ain't about to change Kansas overnight, bro. I'm sorry. It, it ain't gonna happen. He ain't, he ain't recruiting nobody over there. You when, you when you're in a conference with Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Bay, Baylor, if Baylor ever gets their shit together, uh, who else? Isn't Iowa in, in the Big 12? Not Iowa. There's another. Damn, Iowa I can't State. remember the they name. The big I think they are. I was in the Big Twelve. I can't remember. I, no, I was, I was in Big Ten because they beat us. But, but how does Iowa stay in the Big Twelve? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's like you got. What's the next topic? We've been on this shit for a while. I got it. That was pretty much free talk, honestly. Just talking about everything. Uh, okay. What was it? Uh, yes, the fantasy. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, the fantasy. Oh yeah, draft uh, You could just run through that. All right. Yeah. So, and you go in depth with that and shit like that. 
our team, our draft was last night. We got 12 teams, four matters, one QB, one running back, three receivers, two flex, one defense, one kicker. Uh, tight ends also count as receivers, but you don't have to start a tight end. All right, let's go. We'll start from top to bottom based on what the hell I got on this tablet. So Justin's team's I'll just tell you everybody's starters and then I'll grade their team. So he's got Rodgers, McCaffrey, A.B., Tyler Lockett, Sammy Watkins, Eric Henry, Mark Ingram, and who cares about kicker and defense? Uh, He's got a solid team. Mark Ingram should have a productive season, but you never know if Lamar Jackson can't throw his way out of the ocean. They might put 12 people in the box. So, Derrick Henry's also kind of a question mark, but Tennessee should be a little more power run this year. New scheme, so could be good. Sammy Watkins. I feel like Lamar Jackson might have like 200 rushing attempts this year. Bold prediction. He will die if he does. Overall. <laughs> <laughs> With C being average, I would say this team is above average, so I'd probably go C plus, maybe B minus, depending on Antonio Brown's availability. Team number two, we got Andre. If I'm not mistaken, that's the guy y'all had on the podcast. Doc Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, Doc Simmons. Something like the Ramon dude. Yeah. He's got Andrew Luck, Zeke, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin, Tyler Boyd, Damian Williams, and Aaron Jones. I think he's got a really strong running back trio with Elliott, Damian Williams, and Aaron Jones. And he still has got a real good number one option at Kelsey. If if Zeke's on the field week one, ready to go, he'll be a, a force. We got this guy we call Mouse. Don't ask why. <laughs> hi, man. Yeah, hi, man. Yeah, yeah. A guy that was supposed to be on the podcast, but he decided to move to Florida. So there you go. And he's lazy. Anyway, he's got Deshaun Watson, James Conner, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, Evan Ingram, Todd Gurley, and... I don't know why, but he's got DK Metcalf slotted in at the slot or at the flex. His team's solid at running back with James Conner and Gurley. And he's also got Julio Jones. If Todd Gurley's knee doesn't fall apart by week two, he could be solid. Oh, wait, I forgot to give Andre a grade. I'm going to give Andre's team a B-. minus. Mouse, I'm going to give him because his number two flex is very man. He's all his bench. Ain't, I mean, yeah, he, he ain't got nobody on his bench that ain't worth nothing, son. Except Kenyon Drake. I don't know why he ain't in the starting lineup, but yeah, his bench is trash. He's got a dude I never heard of. He's got ball <laughs> Jason Witten, Dak Prescott. Fucking, he's got Gallup, Randall Cobb. He's a Cowboys fan, if it wasn't obvious. He drafted his whole bench is the Cowboys backups. Anyway, I'm gonna give him a, a C plus. <sighs> All right, we got Ian's team. Uh, my last minute replacement filler. He is a Jets fan. Uh, he's got a solid team. He took Le'Veon Bell first overall. His team is Matt Ryan, Bell, Mike Evans, Zach Ertz, Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson, and David Montgomery. He's also got Julian Edelman, but Edelman's probably out for week one, so that's why he's on the bench. Also has Golden Tate, but he's suspended for four games. Wait, Julian Edelman suspended? Is he hurt? No, I think he's got a broken hand or something. He's hurt, let me see what it says. It don't say. That's another thing. Well, it says he's out, but that's another thing about Yahoo. They they really need to come up with these updates, bro. This shit. It's upsetting. 
Yeah, when it gets to the season time, Yahoo's with it. And, like, they'll even have, like, videos inside the player card. Damn, I ain't gonna see it. I ain't gonna see it until I get to the playoffs. Anyways, uh, he's got really, really good uh, RB1 uh, production out of Bell as long as he stays on the field. And Evans and Ertz, solid pass catchers. David Montgomery could be a real sleeper at running back this year. And Edelman, when he gets right, will be a PPR uh, luxury. I'll give his team a C plus. All right, we got Jack. His team name is Happy Galladay's. It wasn't obvious. He's got Kenny Galladay. All right, he's got Baker Mayflower. Uh, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Kenny Galladay, Hunter Henry, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Freeman. Uh, I thought, Troy, I thought you picked up Josh Jenkins. No, nah, I'm not high on him at all. I, I wouldn't touch a Raider because John Gruden's a, a loose screw, but... Yeah. Yeah, Josh Jacobs <laughs> has high ceiling potential, at least because, I mean, they ain't got nobody else to run the ball. Devontae Freeman, if he stays healthy, will be solid. Hunter Henry, if he stays healthy, will also be solid. Adams and Galladay are surefire production at the, we'll call it the pass catcher position. Joe Mixon, solid RB1. Baker Mayflower, solid as well. I'll give his team a B-. minus. Alright, we got Harley's team. He's got Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, George Kittle, Stephon Diggs, Elshon Jeffrey, Jarvis Landry, and Jared Cook. Wait, he got Kyler... Wait, repeat his team? Kyler Murray's Kyler a Murray, quarterback? Saquon Barkley, Kittle, Diggs, Jeffrey, Jarvis Landry, Jared Cook. And Tom Brady's on the bench. Yeah, he yeah, picked yeah. Tom Brady in like the 12th round. Why isn't... Tom Brady starting. And then Delaney Walker is also on his bench. Yeah, never mind. All right. Overall, I'd say his I team. Mean, if you want to trust Murray, he's got a good team. He's got depth at pass catcher. He's got depth at running. Well, he has no depth at running back, but he's got Saquon Barkley. So as long as Saquon yeah, Barkley yeah. doesn't tear his ACL in week four, yeah, he fine. should be solid. I'll give him a B. All right, we got our own Ramon, who decided to skip the podcast tonight. He's got Drew Brees, David Johnson, T.Y. Hilton, Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Dalvin Cook, and Chris Carson. Overall, I would say... I don't know. Dalvin Cook, not a fan. Carson's in a committee. Tyrell, solid. Mike Williams, solid. T.Y., solid. David Johnson should have a comeback year. But his bench is filled with players that you don't want. So, And he's trying to, and he's trying to trade. He's trying to take his bench players, package them together, and get somebody good. Like, he's got Jimmy Graham, Deshaun Jackson, who's about nine years out of his prime. Adrian Peterson, who's almost in a retirement home. Kalen Balazs, who's like the third running back on the Miami's depth chart. Greg Olson, who, I don't know, that dude literally is a broadcaster for Fox. He's calling a game this year. He's probably going to be out by week two. Marcus Mariota is softer than Charmin. Ultra soft. I'm going to give his team a C. Only player I like is David Johnson and Drew Brees. Yeah, I give Mike Williams. I give this. I give his team a D minus. He tried to trade me, fucking Drew Brees in the hand. All right, we got our other own, Mr. Jared, aka Jerome, aka Jamar, aka Mitch, aka currently got. I think Mouse might take a deal from. What I'm saying, from what I'm seeing, our ninth grade homeroom teacher could not say Jared's name correctly. He called him everything but Jared. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that man had like dyslexia or something. So. But I, I think most is, most has agreed has a verbally agreed to trade me Kenyon Drake. He just has to physically trade me Kenyon Drake. So, All right. Yeah. Well, for what you got now, you got Mahomes, Jordan Howard, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Sterling Shepard, David Njoku, Sony Michelle. Bench depth is very, very high ceiling potential to have some guys that can come in and maybe be touchdown dependent but help you out on your bye weeks. I would say yeah, I really like the receiving core with Thomas Thielen, Shepard, and Njoku. Ebron on the bench, I, I like him better than Joku personally, but yeah, if the Colts get within like 20 yards, he'll, he'll score. It's a touchdown, but you probably want to sit him until Andrew Luck's back, so that makes yeah. sense. Uh, overall, I give your team a B-. minus. The only thing that scares me is your running back depth, but Kenyon Drake will help. I'd plug him in over That's Jordan nice. Howard until you see what the Eagles do with their committee. Yeah. Okay. Alright, we got Glenward. He's got Carson Wentz, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks, Larry Fitzgerald, Melvin Gordon, and Will Fuller. His team, if Nick Chubb stays the starter the whole year, if Tyreek Hill doesn't beat somebody up, and if <laughs> Melvin Gordon doesn't or reports and gets a contract. We report. Will Fuller doesn't blow his knee out by week two. And if oh Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> doesn't have a heart attack on the field at age thirty-seven, <laughs> he has a lot of potential on this lineup. Wait, well, you forgot Hill. No, I said if Hill don't beat somebody up. But the one thing oh, is, he, he was smart though because he took Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's what I meant. Hunt, Hunt. Man, Kareem Hunt. What did he get in trouble for? I forget. He, he, back no, he beat somebody up. He, like, put some chick on the ground or something. Yeah. And then fucking got suspended and came. He got he got suspended. And, uh, yeah, he got reinstated and then he fucking came back and he was a free agent Wait, who who picked up Josh Gordon? I did. Yeah, I forgot he existed. Zach must have queued him up early. Mm, nah. I I was just scrolling. Just scrolling and scrolling. You scroll far yeah, enough Josh to manage Gordon. to see Josh Gordon? Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Overall, I would say Glenwood's team has a, an extremely high ceiling, but his floor is what it is, a floor. So I'll give him a B. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Patrick, a.k.a. Magic, for those who have yet to meet him. We might try to get him on a future episode. Uh, let's see. He's got Big Ben, Carrion Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Tevon Coleman, and Christian Kirk. Solid depth across the board. He's got a couple good receivers, a couple good running backs. Bench, he's got a couple sleepers and some rookies. Solid team overall. Um, I'd probably give him a B. B, B minus. Slightly above average. Everybody, they ain't nobody that just got has an absolute trash team. It, it might be Except for Ramon. And Ramon's just bench is just what's what's terrible. Yeah. I think Ramon exactly. has the best last week. Unless my team right. help him, but I don't know. Second to last team on the board. We got Zach. He's got Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Keenan Allen, OJ Howard, Calvin Ridley. Marlon Mack and James White. Okay. So, quarterback, solid. Running back, 
really good. With Kamara and James White, they're going to be PPR monsters. Marlon Mack should get some solid carry opportunities to put touchdowns on the board. So I'd say you get a thumbs up for him as, as a second flex option. Uh, Keenan Allen as your number one receiver kind of scares me because of his injury history. OJ Howard is solid. I would say he's more like a wide receiver three, but your running back depth's real strong. I'd say Ridley's also like a wide receiver three. I would say you probably had the second best team in a draft or in the league so far. (laughs) I would give your team a B plus. And with the last team, we have myself okay so quarterback we got Cam Newton running back we got Leonard Fournette our pass catchers are Odell Beckham Juju, Robert Woods our flex options for the moment at least are Philip Lindsay and Tyreek Cohen I do want to mention I picked up AJ Green in the middle rounds he's going to be out for a little bit but if he comes back strong great I picked up Tony Pollard, so if Zeke Elliott does not return, I have their running back. And then I also picked up Justin Jackson and Austin Ekular. So if Melvin Gordon doesn't get his stuff together, I have both of the San Diego running backs. And I also picked up Nicole Hardman. So if Tyreek Hill goes on a rampage and whoops somebody's ass, I got their speed threat. <laughs> So, yeah, basically my bench depth is non-existent. All I really got, like, only usable bench depth that I currently have would be Latavius Murray, Marquise Goodwin, and eventually A.J. Green, but he'd probably start depending on matchups. Overall, the only weak spot in my starting lineup would probably be my running back one because Leonard Fournette is an injury waiting to happen. Cam Newton is a pretty big risk this year just because we don't know if his shoulder is going to be right. But if his shoulder is healthy, I do think he will be a tier two QB, which is good enough. He'll probably throw for 58% completion percentage, 3,800 yards, 27 touchdowns, probably get about five or 600 rushing yards, probably like four or five rushing touchdowns. He'll, he'll be Cam Newton. That's what Cam Newton is. He 58% completions. Probably going to throw some picks, though. He'll probably throw about a dozen in his But if he can get me at least 20 points a game, or roughly about that, I think that would be enough to keep me in contention for a playoff spot. And overall, I'd say I'd give my team a B plus. Bench depth is an issue for me, so... If I get a bunch of injuries, I'm going to have to rely on other people to get injuries to then recuperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. uh, let's week see. one matchup. I'm guessing y'all too. Yeah, me and Zach play week one, and I think we have the two best teams as of right now. So that's a pretty interesting matchup. I'm trying to see... Okay. Honey. So I'm going to tell you all, I gave everybody's team, and then we'll compare it to what Yahoo did. So I gave my team a B plus. Yahoo gave me an A. I gave Zach a B plus. Yahoo gave him a C plus. Which is stupid as fuck, but okay. I gave Magic a B or B minus. B, B minus, and they gave him a D. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I gave Glenwood a BB plus and Yahoo gave him a B. I think I gave Jared a B minus. Yahoo gave him a C plus, so that's pretty much nailing it. Uh Ramon, I think I gave him a C plus. Yahoo gave him a C. Harley, I gave him a B. He gave Yahoo gave him a C plus. I gave Jack a B minus. Yahoo gave him a B minus. Ian, I gave a B minus, and Yahoo gave him a C plus. 
Mouse. <laughs> okay. I gave Mouse like a, what, a C? C plus? Yeah. Yahoo gave him a B plus. So he really liked his first four picks, which was Julio at 10, James Conner at 15, and then Todd Gurley at 34. That's probably usually the worst team. His his all right. So his team is very top heavy. He has three really good players. Everybody else is is debatable. Uh, Andre, I gave him a B B or a B plus. Yahoo gave him an A minus. They got him with the second best team. So there's that. And then last, we got Justin. I think I gave Justin a C minus, or not a C minus, a B minus, and Yahoo also. Or no, they gave him a C minus. So this team's solid, though. Like, Antonio Brown stays right and can get the practice and his feet heal properly. And stop worrying about some damn helmet. Alright. Uh, anything else, Jerry? You want anything? Add anything else about the draft? Mm, oh, well, I don't know. I guess this will be the first year we'll see if everybody plays. So at least past week four. Uh, two years ago when we first did the money league, everybody played. When you put money on the line, everybody's gonna play. Yeah. Maybe that's about it. But yeah, honestly, uh, like, if you take injuries completely out of the equation, I would say everybody's got a good chance to make the playoffs. I think it'll be a lot of close weeks, a lot of matchups that one play here and there ends up swinging the favor. So. How many teams in the six? Yeah, so we got 12 teams in the league. No divisions, so it's just one through twelve. Top six teams make the playoffs. Top two teams have a bye, so that way you get the true six best teams. There you go. All right. So basically, um, since there's no divisions, you play everybody once, and then you'll play like three teams twice, or two or three teams twice, something like that. Playoffs start what week fourteen? Week fourteen we got three versus six, four versus five. Week fifteen we got the semifinals, and then week sixteen we have the championship. We don't do none of that week seventeen crap. That's uh, yeah, that's yeah. bush league. If you play in a fantasy league that has playoffs on week seventeen, find a new league. All right. Um, we do have an ongoing bet right now that the last place person has to buy beer yeah. for the league. So basically, see. Uh, so since Ramon don't thing. live near us, when Ramon loses, he's going to send PayPal to somebody and then somebody's going to go buy up the six pack or whatever. And we're going to, or actually more than go buy a 12 no, pack. No, no. Thank you. I'm about to, no, actually, no, because there's a lot of Maybe people that live in New York. You'll just get a whole uh, case of Corona or something. <laughs> you know, the yeah, you get a whole Get the most expensive thing you can find under Ramon's name. Shoot, boy, Lord. Go get you three, uh, no, they come in four packs. Uh, let's see. Go get six, four packs of, uh, I forgot the name of the brewing company. But the beer is called Ghost in the Machine. A four pack costs like thirteen bucks. <laughs> it's a double IPA, yeah. and I think it has like twelve percent alcohol content or something like that. Either eight or twelve, something crazy like that, somewhere in that range. Yeah, so that a rum and Ramon about a hundred bucks, and everybody can get. <laughs> there you go. And the rest of it, everybody else will be fine. I'm sure Mouse will be. If she finishes well, yeah. I just don't know who. I don't know. It's, it's up in the air. There's no one solidified last place person. Justin. 
Yeah, if Justin, Justin ain't gonna get last though. He's he's not gonna pay attention though. That's true. Not. He might. He probably won't. All right. <sighs> but, yep. I'm out. Thanks. That's a wrap. Let me know when you do another one. Uh, or is this the last one? Do y'all got anything else to talk about for free talk? I think we covered free talk earlier. We kind of was bouncing around the football time. College football, yeah. (laughs) 69 minutes. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, go. Uh, Thanks for watching. All right. No, actually, no. Thanks for listening. Sorry. (laughs) All right, y'all have a good one. Peace.